Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page, a very special bonus episode of Turn to Page at that. Trapped in the Circus of Fear. How are you doing, Raps? I am doing quite well. I'm doing basically uh, as well as I can be, considering... Wait, considering makes it sound like I'm about to say something negative. As well as I can be... <laughs> because of <laughs> the fact that as we were scrolling through this in order to preload the pages, yes. uh, not obviously checking any of the content, we saw that the structure of this is kind of similar to the previous one, which I deeply enjoyed. So yeah, very excited, very excited for the special edition number three. Yeah, which for some reason, this for the first time, they call it a power play special edition number three. Which yeah. The first one was ultimate challenge. The second mm -hmm. one was just a special edition. And now this is a power play special edition. Not once have they stuck with a name. Nope. So, I gotta respect that. Yeah. It's a special edition. You don't need to have a consistent subtitle. You don't even necessarily consistently need to have a subtitle. It's apparently. Tr it's true. I will say I'm, retroactively i've just pieced it together i enjoy that they have different titles because i have not had a consistent intro for these books either and i'm just mm. taking after the series because it's like it's, it's like what do you do when you're doing books that are technically in the give yourself goosebumps series but they have a different number format we can't say it's turned to page number three that already happened mm -hmm. but so here we are trapped in the circus of fear this cover if I was a child, this mm. probably would be my least favorite, as in scary. Yeah, this is very clearly a deep source of uh, chlorophobia in in uh, the scholastic reading audience. The the fear yeah. of clowns. Yeah, uh, it's it's just a hell of a menacing man. I I don't know how he's juggling three skulls. But he still looks like the spookiest skull on there. Yeah. Yeah, that is the thing. They really gave him everything. He's got, like, the really big teeth. And he also has fangs. Like, mm -hmm. and I think that it's very much on purpose. This is, like, one of those psychological, like, subconscious things. His makeup is applied very unevenly. Like, in in a, as in, like, his face is not symmetrical <laughs> in any way mm -hmm. with the eyes and that's terrifying anyways uh also he needs a bigger nose to be cute i think that's that's it that's the only thing i would change give him bigger nose and then honestly he's kind of a he's kind of a cutie i mean it's just it's difficult to avoid the fact that this is 95 percent joker cosplay right mm, like it's yeah. there's just the adornment of a clown. I feel like it it, you know, it needs to tell a little bit of a story. And this story just tells that this is a nasty man. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Is it the three human skulls he's juggling? <laughs> or, uh, uh, those were a little bit of a tip off as well, yeah. admittedly. Yeah. I, I, I know. Like, whenever I go to the circus, I'm like, all right, I get it. Y'all just came back from the dark night. Like, you got very original. You're a clown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, I was I was terrified of clowns when I was younger. Uh, no note about uh, if that went away. You want to take us to the beware page? Absolutely. Beware. 
Don't read the book from beginning to end. Are you ready for power play? <laughs> In this special edition, Give Yourself Goosebumps, you've got to choose the right power objects to take with you. Ah, so that's the <laughs> format, I guess. Okay. Choose wrong and you're gone. At the Circus of Fear, you'll need to be prepared for anything and everything that can go wrong, like walking the tightrope after it's been cut with shears and outsmarting an evil ringmistress who wants to turn you into a kid who lives in a jar. So stop clowning around and make your first choices, because it all depends on you. Will you hit it big under the big top, or will something big get to you before the finale? Now turn the page, choose three power objects, and get ready to play with power! Wait, isn't that Nintendo? Uh, yep! I, look, Nintendo did not have a, uh, a copyright on this term around this period of time, so it's, yeah. it's fine. It's, it's true. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, we gotta find... Oh, that's right. We have page one's over here. Yeah. Alright. You know what? This feels like a... This feels like a flyer that would be penned by a ringmaster. And thus... Excellent! I want to hear it in the ringmaster's voice. Or ringmistress, I suppose. Whichever. Step right up, step right up, before you join the circus, read this. Congratulations! After a week at circus camp, you and your friend Richie have been selected to spend a week as guest performers in a live circus. But this is no ordinary three-ring adventure. No, this is a terrifying circus of doom! Only if you make the right choices will you and Richie live, or survive rather, through your bone-chilling experience under the big top. Since this is a special Give Yourself Goosebumps, you get to take three items with you for extra help. Read the list of objects on the next two pages and then decide what you will need. But remember, you may only take three things. No more. What will you need most when the going gets tough? It's up to you to choose! Hmm. Go on to page two. I... Read through the list of objects on the next two pages? Mm. Oh my oh god! Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Whoa! So, if uh, in the last one there yeah. were four items and we got to pick three of them, yes. so effectively, I said at the time, we were effectively only picking the one we're not going to be taking. Here, there's an absolute mess of them! Yeah, there's 11. There's 11 items and we only get three. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Oh, god. And they, okay. Also worth noting that they do have little notes about them as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like maybe an ability where we could look through these and then we know what we have. We could maybe pivot in the right direction. So, mm -hmm. I'll, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll popcorn read it. We'll, we'll switch off on these objects maybe. So the first one's a Polaroid camera. Great for taking pictures of other circus performers you meet and recording proof of evil doing, if by some strange chance you run into any trouble during this adventure. <laughs> okay. Dictionary of Circus Terms. A small book that will teach you the cool words and phrases used by circus folk. Huh. A mirror. Useful for putting on clown makeup and for looking over your shoulder. <laughs> In that order. Yes. Peppy, your pet snake. Not necessarily useful, but you can take him everywhere with you. And you're not sure you can trust your family to remember to feed him. <laughs> it's gonna be a hard 
challenge to not take a pet with us. Exactly. But, okay, chocolate bars. You might want to take these along if you love chocolate. That way you'll be prepared if you get a craving. <laughs> Just in every yeah. available scenario. <laughs> Do you want chocolate? Yes? Okay, good. Talcum powder. The professional trapeze artists use talcum to keep their hands from slipping as they grip the bars. You might want some if you plan to do any swinging. I feel like we already got a hint about what that's for. Mm-hmm. Bag of peanuts. Tasty treat for you. And a good bribe for any angry elephants. In a similar vein, a bunch of bananas. Not only are they high in potassium, but the peels are useful if you want to get involved in clown antics. Hmm. Your lucky baseball cap. You wore it every day at circus camp. Nothing bad happened to you. You figure maybe the cap kept you safe. Ball of twine, useful for tying things together, reconnecting broken ropes, etc. I feel like we... There's a lot of items that I feel like are useful for the one thing we know that's bad that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or that could happen, I guess. Then there is a bullwhip, a 15-foot-long leather whip that might come in handy if you run into any lions or tigers on the loose. Oh, my, my. Um, okay. So, first things first, where are you at with Peppy, your pet snake? Is it a uh, must? I'm not, I think it's kind of a must, because I don't want to condemn the snake to die, possibly. Yeah. Just because my family forget to feed him, and also maybe I don't survive. Yeah. Okay, well then that brings us to a pretty clear, like, well, we get three items. How about we take Peppy, and then you pick one and mm -hmm. I pick one. Love it. So let me know if you need me to scroll down in our book. So we got... I'll start writing down Peppy. So if you have an immediate lean, feel free to share it. Okay. I mean, a big part of me wants a whip. <laughs> just, I just really, just really want to have a snake and a whip. It's that's mm -hmm. a that's a type of guy, you know. It's an extremely type of guy. Yeah, I mean, it's very not Indiana Jones, but it's Indiana Jones adjacent. It's just like it's cooler. He's he feels snake. strongly about both of those things. Yeah, it's just not strongly positively about both of them. Exactly. It's it's just as long as you just got to remember which one's the whip, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, write down the bull whip for me. Excellent. Bullwhip, and I gotta say, like, <sighs> dictionary of circus terms just seems like it would unlock more fun dialogue than a lot That's of these other ones, true. and that is kind of where I'm around. That's true. I will say I love it. It says this makes sense for us that we have had been uh, informed of one guaranteed like challenge, and we mm -hmm. didn't pick the two things that solve it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean... It's just like, yeah, we'll get around it, we'll get around it. There's 11 items but, here. They're not going to be like, you have to take the telecom powder to win, right? Exactly. I'll figure right? it out at the time. Um, That was the d -d -d dictionary, dictionary of circus terms. I like that. Yeah. All right. After you've chosen three things, start the adventure on page four. <clears throat> Welcome! A voice booms at you over a microphone. Welcome to the most astounding show on earth! You step into a dimly lit circus tent. Rope shadows dance on the pointed canvas tops. The smell of animals fills your nose. Goodbye, honey. Your mom calls from the entryway. She blows you a kiss. 
Mwah. Have fun. <sighs> okay, mom. Bye. You mumble. You're distracted by how spooky this circus tent looks. So gloomy. So creepy. How come it's so dark in here? Richie Fieldston whispers at your side. He brushes his red hair out of his eyes. I don't know. You answer. And where is everyone? You and Richie were in circus camp together this summer. You learned how to fly on the trapeze, do clown acts, and ride bareback on a horse. You're both so good at it that you won the chance to spend a whole week in a real circus. Now, if this does not translate to us actually being proficient in action, I'm going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I fumble, you know, a ring toss or anything like that, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Yep. What are you two waiting for? A female voice commands over the microphone. Come on down, you lucky kids, and make it fast. You squint into the darkness. The voice sounds familiar. Mistress Barbara? You call. Is that you? The name's not Barbara. The voice snaps. It's Barbaris. Go on to page five. Barbaris, you gulp. You and your mom met the ringmistress of the circus outside. She seems so sweet and friendly. But she does not sound so sweet now. Hurry up! Her voice booms over the microphone. Come on, Richie. You exclaim. We'd better get down there. You hustle down the dim aisle. Richie follows reluctantly behind you. You toss your backpack down on a chair in the front row and step onto the sawdust-covered floor of the main ring. Richie plops down in a chair. Suddenly, the lights snap on, bright, glaring lights that almost blind you. In the next instant, a curtain swings back. Mistress Barbarus steps out holding a cordless microphone. She's wearing black leather pants, a red satin blouse, and a snug black vest. She smiles wickedly at you and claps her hands three times. Let the fun begin, she bellows into the microphone. From behind her, a man in a black cape rides into the ring, standing on a horse. He's carrying a huge silver knife, and he's pointing it at you. Race to page six. Okay. Swoosh. The man on the horse gallops right by you. So fast, close, he nearly knocks you down. You! Mistress Barbara's cries as she points at you as she strides into the middle of the ring. Move it! Get over there so that Morton the knife thrower can practice! She points at a huge whiteboard. It's a target with an outline of a person painted on it. You know from circus camp what to do. You're supposed to stand in front of the board with your arms out like the painted outline. Then the knife thrower will throw knives at you, missing you. You hope. You glance at the man on the horse. And I do want to uh, reiterate, you glance at the man standing on the horse and at his sharp, sparkling knife. This could be really dangerous, you realize. A man standing on a horse, aiming a knife at you, maybe. Maybe you can still catch up with your mom outside. Then again, if you defy Mistress Barbara's orders, Mistress Barbara's orders, they really gave it to us today. There's no mm -hmm. telling what might happen. Well, if you stand in front of the board, page 33, if you try and catch up with your mom, nine. Two things. Number one, um, yeah, having a man standing on a horse and throwing a knife at you is dangerous. I mean, what if he falls off the horse? <laughs> um, and number two, uh, this is a trick 
The thing is, they don't throw, I mean, I guess maybe some circuses they throw the knives, but like typically in your performance, you want it to be safe and repeatable because you want to be able to do it forever. Uh, mm. So they don't throw the knife, they vanish the knife, and then a knife appears out of the board from behind the person. So yeah. If we, the, the only problem is we know this because we've done this before, apparently. So we have to know it's a trick. Yeah. But we still fear the knives being thrown. It's that or this we is like, don't, we just don't trust the man screaming up at us standing on a horse. I feel like at the camp with kids, it probably did not involve one of the kids standing on the horse throwing the knife. So maybe they're like, eh, maybe it's a little bit different, I guess. That's fair. But that's fair. They may have just described it and shown a video yeah, from 1970s with clip art interstitials. That's true. Or maybe it's just a long con so that they can get away with, you know, murder and just in a very spectacular way. Like, I also, this is why whenever I go to a circus, I go now, if you're going to do the knife thing, uh, I am a volunteer, but I am going to be throwing the knives mm -hmm. and then I bring knives it's also why I haven't been allowed in any circuses. Any? Yeah. Surely you got in one and then they told and spread the word. Are you just walking <laughs> up, like brandishing your knives, like sharpening yeah. them against one another? Like, I'm here. I'm here to she, do it right, she. is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> you see, your fool down there keeps missing. <laughs> I think I can get this. I got, I, you know what? I'm pretty, I'm pretty handy. I'm pretty handy with the knife. I'm usually pretty good at cutting up my steak into tiny little bite-sized pieces. I think I can handle this. Uh, a man? No problem. <laughs> That's a much bigger area. Okay. All right. Uh, so we Look, should. I mean, do the, the, the trick, main difference right? is the range, right? Like typically <laughs> when cutting a dinner, like yes. it's like basically touch. Right? Well, but this is cast at sixty foot, maybe. Yeah, maybe something like that. I do want to eat my. <laughs> want to eat my dinner from 60 feet now uh i want to see what that looks like anyways we should probably do the trick right stand in front of the board oh absolutely because if we go to nine the game is going to make fun of us unless no we'll see you stand in front of the target and stretch out your arms and legs match the white outline uh just remember to hold still richie calls to you he sounds nervous but not anywhere near as nervous as you are you're petrified. Your heart pounds in rhythm with the horse's hooves stomping around the ring. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Don't move! The knife thrower warns. Not an inch. Not unless you want to get hurt. With a horrible glint in his eye, he pulls back his arm and throws the huge gleaming knife. It looks like the knife is coming straight at your heart. Are you just going to stand there or should you try and leap out of the way? Uh, I mean, no, right? I mean, at, at this point in time, we have no reason to expect anything except for the fact that uh, she's calling herself Barbarous rather than Barbara, which I guess we were familiar with the... Oh, from outside, right? We were familiar yeah. with the ringmistress from then. Um, but yeah, we, we have no reason to expect any untoward nature here. Uh, yeah, in theory. Oops. I meant to type 60 and type 69. Force of habit. Um, all right, page 60. Here we go. Thwack! You should have ducked. Oh! Richie cries, turning his eyes away. Oh my god. 
He can't stand to look at you. You're pinned to the board like a butterfly in a science project. <sighs> That's it, Morton, Mistress Barbara says with a sigh to the knife thrower. You have the worst aim I've ever seen. You're fired, obviously. Too bad for Morton, but much worse for you. The end. Yeah, okay. So just don't trust the trick. Okay, gotcha. That's where we're at. Uh, I will say, I, I was going to mention, like, from, like, a light metagame element, mm. the first one being, like, an obvious, like, well, you go do the trick. Because other, the other one is just, like, if successful, leads you out of the story. This one, I was like, yep. I mean, there. this one, I it was a little bit more of, like, I could see the leeway to either side because it's like, well, you can you can dodge out of the way and live. Mm -hmm. And there's but still I like story. having. I like that uh, the the possible misinterpretation of it is like similar to a previous format allowed it to trick me. Yeah, I'm so certain. As soon as I saw the end on that page when it scrolls up, I was. Yeah. Either way, surprised. No way are you gonna stick around and get stuck with a knife. Yikes! You cry as you leap away from the board. Thwap. The knife pierces the wooden target, stabbing it right through the heart. Whoa! Richie cries. What kind of circus is this? If you hadn't moved, you'd be dead. Richie, let's get out of here! You yell. Come on! You and Richie race towards the closest exit. It's a slit in the tent flaps. Catch them! Mistress Barbara screams over the microphone. Don't let them get away! You and Richie dash out of the main tent and into a large backstage tent. Costumes, pe costumes and pieces of circus equipment are scattered on the floor. What's going on? Richie cries. He shoots you a terrified glance. Are they trying to kill us or what? I don't know. You yell. But look out! A clown car is barreling straight at you, trying to run you down. Jump! You shout. Out of the way! Dodge the clown car on page 94. I, I like the idea of having enough time to make those two individual sentences. Jump! Oh, hang on, sorry, I should specify a direction. Out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Jump. Don't jump into the car! Jump into the car. I don't, it's got, there's magic to get all the clowns in there. Like, you just jump, you'll probably get in there too. Um, yeah. But I don't... It's too early, I guess, to tell, but... Are they actually mad and chasing us if we know that the alternate reality where if they were to hit us, they'd be disappointed? Do we, so do we get to use that imagine, knowledge? Well, I could only... Because the, the way that they both exist in a, in a cohesive universe is that they do have ill intent and they do intend to torture us, but they didn't want Morton the knife thrower to kill us instantly. They just wanted to <laughs> scare us a little bit, right? And then start ramping up the terror until some final scene. This is like, I've planned out this whole night of torture and you choked? You walked in and choked on your own spit? I didn't even get to torture you! Yeah, it I will say there is one other slightly more embarrassing for them reality. And that's that uh, they saw that it would have hit and they're trying to get us to sign something that'll make us not, mm -hmm. you know, like an NDA or something. Just like, <laughs> like, all right, now you can't tell the public. <laughs> like, that's the only, that's the other one that would work. But You can't tell the public. We'll never get another volunteer. 
<laughs> All right. 94. You leap out of the way of the speeding clown car. The car screeches to a halt. The doors fly open and the circus clowns start pouring out. Skinny clown with a rainbow wig pushes Richie face down and puts a giant clown shoe on his back. Help me! Richie shouts. You try and step over... Wait, you step over to try and help him, but you freeze in your tracks. A huge clown with a green face and a hideous glaring smile is stalking towards you. His teeth are horrible. They're black. Arms outstretched, reaching for you, as if he wants to grab you by the throat. He's too far away to reach me, you think, but it doesn't matter, because his arms suddenly start to stretch and grow. They grow skinnier and skinnier as they lengthen. No! You scream. The long arms reach you. Then the clown's white-gloved hands close around your throat. Yoga fire. Finish screaming on 51. All right, here we are on 51. What? No! You manage to croak, even though the evil clown's hands are clamped around your throat. Psst. A voice near you says. You feel a tug on your sleeve. You glance down, a cute little clown in a frilly pink suit is trying to get your attention. His cheeks are round and rosy, blue glitter stars are painted around his eyes. The clown who's choking you does not notice the other clown. Hi, mister. I'm Mr. Peepers. Got anything to eat? The pudgy little clown whispers to you. If you do, I'll help you get free. This little clown is my only hope, you realize. But did you bring any food with you on this adventure? If you have chocolate, peanuts, or bananas, we have three distinct outcomes. Mm -hmm. If you didn't bring any food, 113. Nope. Three options. I mean, he's, he's got anaphylactic shock in response to the uh, peanuts. Yeah, that's a given. And he's got banana-phylactic shock for bananas. Mm-hmm. I don't he, even want to tell you what happens when you give him chocolate. He doesn't like it. Yeah, I, it's just not really his kind of thing. <laughs> 113. I don't have any food! You choke out the words as the evil clown's fingers tighten around your neck. Mr. Peeper shrugs and starts to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yep, you know he's your only chance. Wait! You gasp, you think fast. Your mom gave you some money to spend during the week. I'll buy you something to eat if you help me. You whisper desperately. Mm, okay. The little clown agrees. He reaches into a deep, a deep pocket in his clown suit and whips out a seltzer bottle. With a quick flick of his thumb, Mr. Peeper blasts, Peepers blasts the evil clown in the face with seltzer water. <laughs> the giant clown screams, letting go of you and backing away. Your heart races as you gulp in big breaths of air. The bad clown is howling and writhing in agony. You stare at him to see why he's screaming so much. After all, it's just seltzer. Yikes! Your mouth drops open. His clown makeup is running in rivers down his cheeks, but underneath the green makeup, there's no face. Turn to page 43. There's butt clown. <gasps> I mean, I cannot imagine something more terrifying than wiping off a clown's makeup and underneath is the exact same makeup. <laughs> yeah. It's got some real sunglasses on sunglasses energy. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> but not cool cool row phobia uh the cl <laughs> okay huge clown puts his hands up to cover the horror underneath 
Under the makeup, there's no flesh. Wait, what? There's no flesh, no skin, just bones. Just a gruesome, worm-eaten skull. It's horrifying. You're frozen with fear. Come on! Mr. Peepers yells. We've got to get away now. Once he puts his face back on, he'll come after you again. Run! The pudgy clown turns and bolts out of the tent. You run. Your heart pounds like a bass drum. You follow Mr. Peepers to his smaller tent next to the big top. The tent is filled with food machines. A hot dog cooker, nachos, popcorn, peanuts, a cotton candy machine, but the tent is deserted. There's no one to sell the food to you. Cotton candy, Mr. Peepers demands. He seemed so cute before. Now he's all red in the face. I want cotton candy, now! Give him what he wants on page 38. But there's no one here, you protest. And I don't know how to make cotton candy. Figure it out! Mr. Peepers screams, jumping up and down. Make it for me now, or I'll tell the big mean clown where you are. Okay, okay, you say quickly. Man, what a whiner. You flip on the cotton candy machine. You watch people make it, so you sort of know what to do. Pour a packet of pink sugar into the bowl. Hurry! The clown screams. Yummy, 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 yum, yum. So sorry, I didn't get that. Yummy, yummy, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> the fuzzy pink candy starts to build up on the sides of the metal bowl. You need a paper cone to twirl it up, but you can't find one. Do you see any of those paper cones? You ask the tiny clown as you search. Never mind that. He snaps. Just use your hands. Your hands? That kind of sounds like fun, but the sugar's spinning pretty fast. Is it really a good idea? I mean, okay, to use your hands for the cotton candy, turn to page 8, to refuse 70... Wait, 97. Um, just, like, surely that's a bad idea. Oh, absolutely. Standard order uh, warning here. Um, He may consider our hands to be edible. It's true. Oh, Whenever I go to the carnival, I stand at the entrance gate and I say, uh, you can only let me in if I can use my hands in the cotton candy machine. I've still never mm -hmm. been to a carnival. So I guess I don't know if it's standard procedure. Are you still holding the knives? Is this like just in case yes. they also have a performance? Okay, <laughs> right. So I think it might be related. I go in, I go, I walk up to the carnival with my knives. I have... Two knives in my right hand, two knives in my left. Mm -hmm. I say, let me put my hands in the cotton candy machine. Please. I mean, you're asking nicely. I don't understand why they're not letting you in. Also, you're showing also, me your dexterous. <laughs> you're quad wielding. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, like, I, you, I drop a couple. One went in my foot. I said, ow. They had to yep. clean it up. They said, please leave. Get off the premises. And... I said, I I'll, I'll show you, you and you'll live to regret this. Uh, and then they, you know, police, police, yada, yada, yada. You know. I think they should have let you in as soon as you dropped the knife because that shows humility. And then the fact <laughs> that you, like, picked it back up and, like, carried about your day, that shows that, like, you know, you, you've, you've got some some uh, resilience, some bounce back at you. Yeah, I, I put down one of my weapons. They never put down theirs. Not once did they drop a weapon. They also... 
So basically, you had weapons to spare. If they wanted to drop a weapon, you could have given them one. Yeah, it's like, I put down my arms more than they put down their arms. They just mm-hmm. didn't have any arms. But anyway, should we not put our hand in the cotton candy machine? Let's try not to put our cotton candy in the hand machine, because I just think he'll you know, confuse the two and then eat the wrong one. It's the cotton candy in the hand machine. Let's do it. Uh, that's that's what I said. Okay, sorry. Forget it. You tell the pudgy clown. I'm not putting my hands in there. It might hurt. But I want cotton candy! Mr. Peeper screams. Cheetah! 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 Wow, you think? This guy acts as if he's already had enough sugar for one day. But you promise, so you gotta keep your word. Quickly, you glance around the tent, spotting some pinwheels. You grab one, rip off the top, and use the stick to catch the airy spun sugar in the cotton candy machine. When you've scooped up a big wad of it, you hand it to the clown. Yummy! Thank you! Mr. Peepers coos. Okay, whatever. You mutter. You scratch your head. Now what? You have two things to do. Find Richie and escape from the circus. But first, you want to go and pick up your backpack. You left it in the main tent under the big top. You just pray that the knife throwers are still waiting in there. Hurry to the big tent on 56. I was wondering if it was getting a choice not to pursue the backpack, but then I was going to say, hang on, so what? We pocketed the food stuff and all of our other items are in the backpack? What's happening here? Yeah... I mean, what's the name of our snake? Peppy. I was going to say Stewie. I like Peppy. You dash Hmm. into the big tent and glance around. Empty. Quiet. No knife thrower. Good. You sling your backpack over one shoulder (laughs) and wonder what to do next. That's textbook room check right there i I do that every single time i walk into a room i want to know where the exits are i want to know if anyone in the room is mad at me and i want to know if they are a knife thrower (laughs) yes honestly yes uh that's when you feel something drop onto your head you put your hand up to and cautiously touch your hair yuck it's wet just a drop but slimy who's above you Someone's up there in the dark at the top of the tent, dropping slimy goop on your hair. You tilt your head back and gaze up. A figure is perched on a small wooden platform, the platform that the trapeze artists swing from. From the way he's crouching, you're afraid he's going to drop on you at any moment. Better move and fast to page 65. You turn to race towards the exit. You've got to get out of the way before the slime guy drops down. But you freeze in your tracks. Mistress Barbarous is standing by the exit. She's talking to one of the circus performers, probably telling him to be on the lookout for you. If she spots you, you're dead. From above, you hear the guy on the perch. It's me, Richie. He calls down in a loud whisper. Come hide with me. You see a ladder leading up to the platform. You could climb it and hide with your friend, but maybe you should just make a run for it? You don't want to be in this creepy circus for one minute longer. Make up your mind before Mistress Barbarous sees you. To climb up and hide, 23. To run past Miss Barbarous, 36. Uh, I mean, I, in my head, I'm visualizing she's like standing in a tent flap, and we just run past her and hope that works. And that doesn't seem like it would work. It doesn't. But also, uh, just just to make sure that I've got this correct, um, 
There's no slime guy. Uh, Richie <laughs> just hocked a loogie at us to try and grab our attention? Maybe. Unless you, from above you hear the guy on the perch. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a guy in the rafters and then slime guy is defined by the guy who slimed. <laughs> <laughs> why, do we, why do we always have to define a guy by the way he slimes you know like just whatever hey i, I just move past society it. will get past it at some point yeah uh unless unless this is like uh a, a morphling a gooey morphling of sorts oh that'd be okay. the only other thing like you know we're in a circus is like the man who's just actually slime and also other men. You know, that. Mm-hmm. Probably. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> just like that loogie. Should oh. we go up and uh, sort it out with him? Like, hey, bud. Yeah, let's... Uh, you know, I... It's just not hygienic. Yeah, let's... Worst comes to worst, we get datum about if there is mm -hmm. shapeshifters in this uni. Hmm. So far, we've had very terrestrial... Well, I was about to say, so far, we've had very terrestrial horrors, but one of them was a uh, worm-ridden skull that was hunting us, so oops. Yeah. 23. What are you doing up there? You call softly. Soft what? Softly. And how come you dropped slime on my head? My mouth was open. I just, you know, drooled by accident. Richie whispers. Hurry! Climb up the ladder. No one will find us here. You start climbing. Whoops. Too late for you to take this advice. Never hide anywhere with someone who drools, because you know what? If Richie drools, it won't be long before he also starts hiccuping or burping, which is exactly what he does the minute you get up there. Burp. Oh, excuse me. Richie mutters. Aha. Mistress Barbers calls when she hears him belch. Caught you? She pulls out an ancient pendant from around her neck and a mirror from her pocket. She uses these two items to work a terrible spell. Within seconds, she has transformed the two of you into Siamese twins joined at the stomach. That's right, you now share a tummy with Richie Fieldston, which means that when he burps, you burp. You two are a big hit in the sideshow. People love when you br when love to bring you things to eat. Please, Richie. You beg him every day. No beans. The end. So the slime man was just Richie. Yep. That I'll. All right, thirty-six. <laughs> you decide to sneak past Mister. Well, you didn't use the word sneak before. You said run. <laughs> <laughs> Not many. St st whatever. Uh, Mistress Barbarous at the exit. It seems like the best chance you'll get to escape. I'm getting out of here. You whisper up to Richie. You slink along the shadows at the edge of the tent, and you hide behind poles, ducking under seats. Mistress Barbarous is talking with one of the circus performers, showing him some sort of large poster that she holds in her hands. Here's my chance, you think. If they stay busy, maybe I can sneak past them. Just slip out behind Mistress Barbarous's back. As you approach, Mistress Barbarous unrolls the poster and holds it up in full view. You want to scream when you glimpse what is on it. Check out the poster on page 49. The bold black headline across the top of the poster reads, Ad Voice. See it today, the newest addition to the sideshow, the kid who lives in a jar. And underneath is a picture of you, trapped in a jar of slimy, oozy liquid. Your heart pounds. 
If you don't get out of here, Mistress Barbarous is going to steal you in a jar. Mistress Barbarous starts to roll up the poster. She's going to see you. You crouch down and lift the bottom of the tent. Maybe you can squeeze under the side? You flop down on your stomach, squeezing under the canvas, crawling out of the tent to freedom. You stand up to brush yourself off outside, free. Where do you think you're going? A stern voice behind you demands. Are you really free? Find out on page 89. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but when stern is the prompts for the voice, the only thing I was capable of thinking of was Mike Ehrmantraut from, <laughs> from Breaking Bad. Stay yeah. away from my granddaughter. Yeah, no half man. I'm going to give you a Cleveland sandwich, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> uh, and I'm not in Cleveland. Your head whips around. It's a police officer. Oh, thank goodness. You exclaim. You're so glad to see him. Oh, thank goodness you found me. The lady who runs this circus is nuts. She's trying to put me in a jar or something, and she's got this poster, and... The police officer pulls out a pair of handcuffs. Hold it right there. He orders. He cuffs you and drags you towards the front of the circus. I don't want to hear bad talk about the ringmaster, understand? She may be crazy, but she's my granddaughter. Boss. Besides. <laughs> he glanced down and noticed something. This guy's wearing clown shoes. He's a clown cop. Well, I like crazy things. Crazy, wacky things, he says in a silly voice, pulling out a rubber horn and starting to honk it like mad. Honk, honk! Hey, boss, I found uh, this kid trying to escape! <laughs> oh my god. He didn't tell us he was a clown! Nope, but I like it even better that he starts off <laughs> sounding... Like, I like that better. He's like, like he tries to pull one over on you, and then he goes, honk, 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 honk. You know, he, he just gets crazier. I'm going to sound like this until you look down, and when you look down, you'll say that I'm wearing clown shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Found this kid trying to escape. The clown cop tells Mistress Barbarous as, she, as he shoves you towards her. She narrows her eyes at you. Now you're in big trouble. Try and get out of it on page 53. Take the cuffs off the kid, Mistress Barbarous commands the clown. I can handle this. Don't try anything funny, the clown policeman warns you. He unlocks your handcuffs. That's my job! <laughs> he somersaults away laughing at his own joke. I like him. <laughs> I do too. Like if he had like a face paint situation of like half of it's like extremely stern and half of it's like extremely wacky. Like like literally like the tragedy and and comedy masks for drama, right? Like if he had half of each of that as his makeup, I would love this clown. Yeah, it's like it's like bad cop honk honk cop. I like that a lot, but it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad cop clown cop yeah <laughs> basically people have gotten wise to the good cop bad cop strategy but they're not ready for silly cop oh <laughs> uh, uh, throws pie gets charged for assault <laughs> now I'm gonna go sort out the paperwork and you're not gonna like it when I bring my partner in here okay bring him in 
Do you want to smell my rose? <laughs> it's just every prank immediately. Yes. It's like, I'll confess, just stop. I've seen it no. before. It's trite. Stop. <laughs> Bring the other one back in. Keep keep beating me. I want that instead. <laughs> I don't want my face to be a little wet from the water that squirts out of the rose. Okay. I don't like the way. I don't like the register of your voice. Stop it. I'll, I'll confess. It fluctuates too much. I'll confess. I'll confess. Yes, I went to the carnival with ill intent. Those were not knives that were just there for throwing for fun. <laughs> Okay, fine. All right. Uh, he somersaults away, laughing at his own joke. Mistress Barbarous grabs your arm. She has amazing grip. She squeezes so hard that her hand almost bruises you. Come on, circus kid. She snaps. You're way too much trouble. I'm putting you in the sideshow right now. You gulp. Can she really do what you saw on the poster? You wonder. Can she put you in a jar? The jar is waiting for you on page 99. Get going. I mean, Can't I... you really put you in a jar? How big's the jar? Yeah. Probably. If it's a big jar. Did she yeah. go blender? Oh, no. <laughs> Mistress Barbara drags you into a long, narrow tent. The sideshow. It's dark, spooky, and completely dark. Now, where are the lights in here? Barbara mumbles to herself. She searches with her free hand for a light switch. Hey, you think? Well, she's searching for the light switch. Maybe I can find something, too. Something that might help me get out of here. A, wep a weapon. You wave your hands frantically in the dark. Your hand brushes against something scaly. You grab it. Just like the tail of a lizard? Not much of a weapon, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> what? How desperate are you? Where is that switch? Barbers growls furiously. You don't have much time. Are you going to use the scaly thing as a weapon or not? If you... Oh, no. If you've already been in the sideshow, you know what you're touching. So turn to page 130. If it's the first visit, go to 64. This is not... I... This sucks. Because... Mm. It's... That's a person. And I don't want to... Sorry? That's got to be... That's got to be a lizard person. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I, makes sense. I, it's funny. It's something that's funny about the uh, the theme of a of a circus. You go, that's the tail of a lizard. Ah, a lizard man. <laughs> Not just in my head. I'm like, that can't possibly. It didn't even occur to me that that could just be a reptile's tail. <laughs> For yep. a, I'm like, ah, tail, a lizard man. <laughs> Yes. Oddly, that's I was in the realm of like, I mean, okay, so it's either a monitor or an iguana. I mean, it could be a Komodo dragon, I guess, in some sort of an instance. Like, I was trying to figure out how effective it would be as a weapon. All three of those, by the way, I eventually landed on about as effective as like a this soft club. <laughs> like a club with some padding. Yeah, like a club that you actively wanted to not hurt them. Yeah, a wiffle bat of sorts. Mm -hmm. A wiffle club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how I made it out of the creek. Ah, here's the switch, Mistress Barbarous exclaims. Click. Bright lights illuminate the sideshow. <laughs> Your hand is clutching the tail of a giant lizard with the face of a boy. You're touching mm -hmm. one of the one of the sideshow freaks. You drop the tail in disgust. Ah, <laughs> I see you've met the lizard boy, Mistress Barbarous chuckles. 
I'm sure you two will become good friends. The crazy thing is, he looks sort of familiar. The whole tent is filled with freaky kids. There's a girl with five tongues. She can't even close her mouth. The five tongues flop out onto her chin. It's so gross. The next to her is a dog girl. She has the body of a girl with the head of a dog. And instead of fingers, she has paws. Wait. Wait. Instead of fingers? Excuse me? Wait. She has five paws per hand? Uh, five paws for a paw? Sorry. A hand's not a paw. Sorry. All right. Wait, no, a hand is a paw. Sorry, I forget which side of this I'm outraged about. <laughs> Run! The lizard boy warns you. Run, or she'll turn you into a freak just like us! Shut up! Barbara shouts at the lizard boy. Shut up, or I'll make you into a pair of lizard skin boots. Go to page 20. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't either. I think she's a good villain, though. But yeah, this is my favorite type of villain to watch. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was like, uh, I feel like this is, uh, that playing this character is like a Your Jam trademark. 100%, buddy. So like, like, I, the second that the, the, the outfit of the character was described, I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is like a character wraps will have fun playing. <laughs> 100%, that's, that's exactly the point at which I was like, yep, locked in, I got it, yeah, this is fine. got it, got it in. <laughs> Page 20. I won't shut up! The lizard boy yells at Mistress Barbarous. I'm gonna tell this kid the truth about you. Yeah! The dog girl barks. She turns her hound face towards you. We were all normal kids once, but now... You stare hard at the lizard boy. Hey! You blurt out as it hits you. Aren't you Danny Mendelssohn? The boy says, nodding sadly. Your stomach tightens into a knot. Danny Mendelssohn. He was last year's winner at circus camp. He won the chance to join the circus for a week, and then he disappeared. And we went? <laughs> okay. I'm Mel Fomba. The girl with five tongues pipes up. I won at circus camp two years ago. I've been here ever since. I've been twice... Oh, no. The other four yeah. tongues echo. Oh, no, uh -huh. you think? The other four tongues echo. You know what? Yeah. Finish the next sentence. Um, I, the other since, since. How do you think tongues work? What? It's what? not how tongues work. What are the, the tongues echoing? <laughs> Does she have five sets of vocal cords? Does <laughs> she have five sets of vocal cords? She doesn't not have five sets of vocal cords i guess well i guess we have proof yeah. she does i suppose because otherwise this wouldn't happen all right oh no you think this must be where all the circus kids end up good deduction champ <laughs> quick turn to page 12 no 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 two is still just random data three indicates a trend so we need to find another one. Oh wait <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is all this? Are all the cops in this town clowns? <laughs> <laughs> now, get in your jaw. Mistress Barbara's growls at you, pushing you towards the four foot tall. Oh, okay. Four foot tall jar filled with oozing gray goop. 
It's the same jar you saw on the poster. Don't do it! The lizard boy calls. Whatever you do, don't get in that jar! The girl with five tongues and vocal cords shouts. Wong! It comes out. Wong, Wong, Wong. She's too strong! You cry. I can't break away! She has the strength of a grown adult! Even with you kicking at her, Mistress Barbarous is able to lift you up. She starts to shove you into the huge jar. Your hand dips into the cold, sticky gel, so disgusting you feel like you might retch. Plus, it smells terrible. Worse than the smell of rotting flesh. No! The lizard boy cries. Dad, just make a deal with her! You have no idea what he's talking about, but you'd give anything to stay out of this jar, so you call out. I want to make a deal! You shout, struggling to keep Barbarous from pushing you into the stinky jar. Go to page 40. You know, for for something that is like... Okay, hang on. It, you know the, the six-word sad story, the for-sale baby shoes never worn, you know, mm. the, the classic? Yeah. That's also, like, comprised of very, very simplistic words and obviously short clauses, right? Uh, it, it, it still manages to evoke emotion, whereas, like, often horror will be, like, cartilaginous, the, you know, the, the antediluvian, the, you know, it'll, it'll use very large words to kind of affect this sense of horror and unknowability. Absolutely. Um, I got pushed into a scary jar, or sorry, <laughs> a stinky jar, like, that's enough. Yeah. The, the, the full horror. You've, you've got all of my gooses bumped. It's true. I will also say, you want to hear my new ad? Mm? Wholesale baby shoes never worn. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my words, and it's a better story. Take that, Hemingway. I actually think that's probably uh, apocryphal, right? It's not Hemingway that actually wrote that. But probably not. So. But it's like, because that with that, it tells you, like, where this guy get all these shoes? Should... <laughs> Should we be concerned about this guy? Is this guy or doing does he all make right? Shoes? Does he's he make just some shoes? sort of baby cobbler? Is, are these his shoes? Is he how? Did, why did he need does so he, many baby shoes? <laughs> does he have a very large centipede that he's been making these for, and now the centipede has passed on, or rather, has grown too large for the shoes? Oh, no. oh no! Never mind. Never worn. Never worn. Never, never worn. worn. No, he was making them for when he was big enough to wear them all. Oh, oh no. that makes it even sadder. Oh no, never worn. Okay. Um let's see. Mistress Barbers holds you over to the jar of goo, her eyes narrow as she glares at you. What kind of a deal? She demands. Offer us something. The lizard boy advises you in a whisper. You know, something she might want. Offer us something? What would she want? What do you got? If you brought along your lucky baseball cap. The Polaroid camera or the dictionary of circus terms, all interchangeable objects, page 101. If you didn't bring one of those, go to 67. So it is not a hmm. choice, it is a doing. <clears throat> yes, which I think is like. I think in these we have to respect just. Required. In this we have to respect because otherwise it might put us on a loop that doesn't uh, have a win state. Yeah, exactly. It's it's required that they have the ability to to uh, effectively track your inventory. 
in in small ways like that. I do hope that we at least still get to use the dictionary of circus terms at any point. Yeah, that's I'll find out. Right. Otherwise, it could have been interchangeable with you know just like a, a lucky sticker. Well, lucky sticker. I guess the other one is a lucky baseball cap. Yeah, could have been anything. The first of all, we'll have to we'll have to see here because I see what happens at the bottom, and I am concerned. Mm-hmm. Don't put me in a jar! You implore Mistress Barbarous as you stare down at the gross goop. I've got something cool, and I'll give it to you if you let me out of here. What is it? Barbarous asks. She eyes you suspiciously. You're gonna love it! You assure her. It's a dictionary of circus terms! If you say a dictionary of circus terms, turn the page 47. I mean, I guess I'll write this, even though we don't really have a choice. I guess I write write these down anyways. I suspect it's not necessarily relevant, but there is possibly... I I can't imagine a situation where we find a Polaroid camera halfway through. Yeah. My fear is basically just, like, they better not be, like, no, you can't win because you have the dictionary. Mm. But I guess, like, the... Yeah, well, no, whatever. 47. I've got a dictionary of circus terms? You offer. It's, like, really cool. It'll tell you what stuff means, like salto. That's a certain trick on the trapeze. Or catcher, that's... Barbarous begins to laugh. She laughs so hard that she drops you. Splat. Right into the goop. (laughs) What an idiot! She snaps. I own this circus! Do you really think I'd need a dictionary to tell me what a salto is? (laughs) You're funny. You're really funny. The ringmistress doubles over, howling with laughter. I was going to bring that up, but we don't have any, we didn't have any choice to make, so it doesn't really. Mm. Which is fine with you. While she's laughing, you climb out of the jar and sneak away. (laughs) (laughs) She howls behind you, slipping and sliding in your goop-covered shoes. You start to run. Don't stop until you get to page 55. You tear through the opening at the end of the sideshow tent to the outdoors. Yes, you're free. But you stink worse than a dead skunk. It's from the slime covering you. Outside, you spot a large fenced-in area where a man with a huge hose is washing the elephants. Do you think you have some time to stop to get the slime washed off? It smells so bad, it's making you dizzy. Or do you want to just keep going until you're far away from the circus of doom? To act, ask the man to hose you off. 127 to keep running 118. I mean, my, my own only lead... Sorry is now you finish the sentence that we did not take the peanuts which elephants like which elephants like there i finish it oh dang it i that was my thought too Mm. however often they've you know they've given us a group of three effectively uh a lot of these times what if one of the other options would theoretically work here like the dictionary of circus terms the bullwhip the pet, what the if, pet snake somehow what if elephant's scared of snake hmm? mm, we know they're scared of mice yeah that's not true it's, it's, it's being debunked it's, that was made up by big mouse mickey himself mm-hmm. who i am beginning to suspect is a dog <laughs> yeah he keeps woofing yeah woof i'm i'm onto him yeah um 
I I I would like to uh, to to uh, to go with the interact option here mm. of asking the man to hose us off. Yeah, but yeah, I do yeah. do so with the recognition that peanuts would be nice. Yeah, that can't stop me, even though I can read. Excuse me, would you mind spraying me off? You call to the man with the hose. He nods and aims the hose at you. Whoa, strong blast of water knocks you down. Manage to stand up again, but the blasting stream pushes you backwards, back, back towards the big top. Stop! Stop! You shout, waving your arms and trying to signal the man to stop squirting at you. But he just laughs and turns up the water pressure. You stumble backwards, back, back into the circus tent and into Mistress Barbara's waiting arms. Turn to page 21. Hmm... I mean, we still have the book. We can try and use that to bargain, right? Yeah, she, I think she, <laughs> she, seems, she seemed interested. Real keen on it. I think maybe, maybe we just didn't, we didn't pitch it right. <laughs> mm, exactly. I can, I can sell it differently. Let me read the blurb. You just can't stay away, can you? Barbara's taunts, grinning at you. You stare at upper, at what, up at her in terror. Mistress Barbara's is so evil. What will she do to me now, you wonder? Your teeth chatter from cold and fear. She drags you to the center of the ring under the big top and sho- shoves you down into the dirt. And she quickly backs away, leaving you there. You struggle to your feet and gasp. Because all around you, circus acts are going on. Deadly acts. The knife thrower on the horseback rides around the center of the ring, aiming his knife at you. Above you, on trapezes, are two women in pink leotards. They look ready to jump right on top of you. Three ferocious lions are wandering around loose. They roar and growl. Welcome, circus kid! Barbara's bellows over the microphone. Welcome to your first, and last, performance under the big top. The show begins on page 72. Wild, loud circus music starts to play. Spotlights sweep across the circus rings and you're afraid to move a muscle. Then the clown car speeds into the center of the ring, almost running you down. Your start heart starts to stamp. <laughs> heart starts to hammer when you see the first clown step out of the car. It's the clown who can stretch his body, his name written on his shirt. Georg the Clown. What? Georg. I'm trying to decipher it. I'm trying to unscramble it. <laughs> Georg. It's a fun way of pronouncing George. Yeah. It's close to Gregory. It's close yeah. to George. That's it's one it letter off from each. The best I got is it's George. Yeah. And yeah, Gregory. Yeah. We just need one more. Georg uh. uh. stretches his arms out Yorg. long, grabbing you by the shoulders. And then he stretches his legs up and up. He goes lifting you with him. And a moment later, he's 15 feet tall and you're dangling in midair. Don't, don't drop me! You plead with him. <laughs> he roars with laughter. You cling to his costume so you won't fall. Hold on tight to reach until you reach page 96. You clutch at the sleeves of Jörg's costume, holding on for dear life. Then he starts shaking his long arms, trying to shake you off. You will plunge to the ground below. The lions are watching and circling. They're waiting for you to drop into their midst. A tasty little snack. You scan the floor. That's all I want to be called, okay? You scan the floor <laughs> looking for some way out. There's a trampoline right below you. If you let go of the clown, you might survive the fall, but when you stop bouncing, 
Will you survive the lion attack? That depends. Did you bring the bullwhip with you? Yeah. Let me check my pockets. Let me check oh. my pockets for a bullwhip. Excellency, I have the dictionary of circus terms. Ow! That is my pet snake. And here is my bullwhip. You have the bullwhip coiled in your back pocket. Wow. <laughs> so you decide to drop. If the lions attack, you'll whip them. You let go of Yark's costume <laughs> with your arms stretched out wide. You sail down to the trampoline below. Boing. You hit the trampoline dead center and bounce back up. Perfect. Boing. Perfect. You're up in the air and then down. Boing, miss. It's fun. Too much fun. So much fun that you'll forget that Miss Mistress Barra Barbarous is... They really just... How many times do I have to say Mistress Barbarous? And all mm. her evil relatives are trying to kill you. Then, thwap, a knife breezes past you, almost slicing your ear. Keep on bouncing onto page 61. Are you going to, like, use the whip? No, no, it's just good that we have it. You know, it's just nice to know that you could if you needed to. The flashing knife reminds you that you're in terrible trouble. Here's what you're up against. Number one, Morton the knife thrower is trying to kill you. He's standing on a horse. Number two, the twin trapeze artists are lurking above, trying to drop down upon you. Three, Garg the clown wants to crunch you. Four, the lions are waiting to tear you to shreds. You've got problems. You better think fast and decide what to do. Should you jump off the trampoline on the floor, you'll be able to use the whip on the animals and also on the knife thrower too. Or should you keep bouncing on the trampoline and try to bounce so high that you're out of reach? You see an empty trapeze above you. Maybe you could reach it. The knives keep coming. Hurry! If you keep bouncing, 91. If you think you can handle lines, page 7. So I do feel like we have, you know, reason to believe that 91 takes us to the trapeze walk where the rope breaks and we don't have the tools for it. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a whip. Yeah, the the we don't have the talcum powder, uh, yeah. which this would be like the bullwhip talcum powder line, I guess, because you have to have the whip to get to this page in the first place. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's handle the lions with our whip. Let's do the thing that the whip is for. And if it doesn't work for the one thing it said it was for, then that's not fair. Then we'll try and use it in the trapeze act instead. <laughs> yeah. You decide to face the dangers on the floor. You take a deep breath to steal yourself. Ready, you murmur. Time to deal with the lions, the knife thrower, Mistress Barbarous, and whatever else is out to get you. You grip the bullwhip tightly as you jump off the trampoline. You land on the dirt floor. <sighs> the lions growl hungrily. The hairs on the back of your neck prickle, and the three furry beasts circle you, looking ravenous. In the centering, Mistress Barbarous announces over her microphone. It's today's main attraction. Lunch. You rub your sweaty forehead with the back of your hand. <laughs> you yell, cracking your whip at the lions. The lions back away a step, but the knife thrower doesn't. Whoosh, a knife sails so close to your head that it parts your hair. You can't help but scream. I, you keep your knee nerves steady until you reach page 16. I was going to say it did say there works on lions. It did say there was also the knife man. Mm -hmm. But... I, just, I mean, we only I get one attack per round. We haven't got uh, <laughs> we haven't got the extra attack feature yet, so yeah, you have to wait. I, I, I'm gonna come clean. I am not trained in exotic weapons, 
So. Oh, I mean, it's fine. We can reflavor it as a glaive because it okay. just has reach five. Okay. All right. Good. You're so scared. Your heart feels as if it's jumped up into your throat, but you try not to let the fear show. The knife thrower draws another knife. In a flash, you crack your whip at him. You knock the knife away. Ow! He screams, popping his fingers into his mouth. Yes! You shout triumphantly. Barbarous flies into action. She blows a whistle. It brings a clown ambulance racing into the ring. The siren flares <laughs> as the clowns rush to the knife thrower's side. <laughs> the clowns make the lions nervous. They pace and roar, ripping the air with their razor claws. Lions, clowns, acrobats, knife throwers, lions, clowns, acrobats, knife throwers. You're completely surrounded. It's big trouble under the big top. Go to page 70. I, like. I love the idea of a clown ambulance that like <laughs> pops open and then you just throw every patient in there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a clown ambulance. <laughs> How much of this town's workforce are clowns? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so well, they're the only half. The other half are exhibits. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Something horrible is going to happen, you realize. But what? Mistress Barbarous reaches for the large green jade pendant she wears around her neck. She lifts the pendant in one hand and takes out a small, ancient-looking mirror with the other. A chill of dread creeps up your spine. That pendant is dangerous, you're sure of it. You raise your whip, ready to snap, and knock the pendant out of the pendant and mirror out of Barbarus's hands. But right then, one of the lions crouches, tail lashing. He's about to spring at you. Now you have two targets. But which is more dangerous, the lion or Mistress Barbarus? You have one split second to decide. Crack the whip towards the lion, 121. Crack it at Mistress Barbarous, 128. Uh, it really does not want us to act on the information. Like, it keeps on giving a, us a, we want to whip towards the lions, and it keeps going, are you sure? And I mean, I, we did scare off the lions once with it, right? Nah. We, oh, I thought we we did that before we had to whip the knife thrower. Oh, I didn't. I, oh, maybe. yeah, no, no, we we did right. The the whip keeps the lions at bay, but not the knife thrower who throws a knife at you. Oh, and then yeah, you have to whip the knife thrower. Oh, yeah, it was such a throwaway sentence, but yeah. Mm. Mm. Now so we've seen this pendant before. Did we see it in a in a in a cannon path or in one of the deaths? I don't remember. I don't recall either, but, but I can only imagine it's probably a better idea not to be vulnerable to that. Yeah, it's also kind of like a, you know, does the same item ever have two uses, successful uses? Mm -hmm. Feels unlikely. Mm -hmm. and, and we've used the whip to defend against lions before. And, and that's the closest thing I can think. Like, we're using the whip either way, but is it really going to be like... From a logic perspective, you'd be like, oh, it, it's successful at keeping away lines, so we should use it at the thing that's successful for. But from like a meta perspective, usually for the sake of variety and story, I would assume that it's going to switch it up on 128 and crack the whip at Mistress Barbers. Do you agree? Disagree? Let's do it. We'll, we'll find out. We'll get more information about this pendant otherwise. We can disamulate. Ah! Uh, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I should have left that one in my head. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more dangerous, the lion or Mistress Barbarous? Barbarous, you decide. Definitely Barbarous. You whirl and snap your whip at her. Crack. 
The leather lash curls around her hand, knocking the mirror away. Ah! She presumably screams as the whip stings her hand. You glance over your shoulder. Oh, the lion is springing at you, still. Duck! A voice calls from high above. Duck? Who said that? Who cares? Just do it. Hit the dirt on page 26. We already know Richie's up there. It's We've Slime Boy! <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him from now on. To be fair, in the living path, we don't know that it's Richie, do we? Do no, we? we do, because we, do. we went into the tent to get our backpack, and then he spat on our head, and then we ran away. We ran outside and get, got blasted back inside with a yes. water hose. Yeah. So we know he's here. Yeah, I just couldn't remember if it was confirmed that it was Slime Boy. Yes, it was. It was Slime Boy. Yeah, it was confirmed mm. in the same. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Uh, 26, you throw yourself flat just in time. One instant later, the lion sails towards you, but because you ducked, he flies over your head. And lands on Morton the knife thrower and said, I know! Morton cries as the lion topples him. You stand up and dust yourself off. Duck again! The voice calls from above. You hit the ground and then you roll over and peer into the dark area of ropes and platforms at the top of the tent. It's Richie, you think. This time you recognize his voice. He's been hiding up there the whole time. A second lion leaps over you, but this time the lion doesn't even seem to be aiming for you. He's leaping at the great Bostini, the lion tamer, who's been standing near the lion cages at the side of the ring. With a horrible growl, the lion rips Bostini's costume to shreds. This lion's going crazy, attacking his master. Help me, please! Bostini begs you. Give him a hand on page 126. We don't have a choice. We cannot leave this man to die. I'm here to ask for our help. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like Bustini for some reason, even though you haven't met him, but you're too nice to stand around and watch a person being torn to shreds. What a saint. Fearlessly, you crack your bullwhip at the lion, and the beast flinches and growls at you, but then it rolls off Bustini and saunters to the side of the ring. Excellent! You congratulate yourself. Don't get smart, circus kid. Mistress Barbarous shouts at you, putting her fingers to her mouth and whistling. Immediately, a tall white horse gallops into the ring, and Barbers jumps up and stands on its back. Why is this just what you do here? It's extra. It's so extra. Well, I mean, look, if there's it's ever a, a location for the extra, it's a circus. It's the circus. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to get another mirror. She calls as she rides towards an exit. And then you'll be sorry you ever touched that whip. If she gets another mirror, you're as good as dead! Richie calls down from above. She uses it for her magic! Uh-oh, he's right. If she gets another mirror, hey, do you have a mirror? If you brought it with you, 95. If you did not, 45. I mean, is this a good thing that we didn't bring it with us? I, I hope so. Because the idea of being like, I mean, I have a mirror. Would you like this? Like, immediately <laughs> after learning it's her spellcasting uh, implement. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like someone's trying to shoot you, but they haven't got a gun, and you're like, oh, borrow mine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you have to stop Mistress Barbarous from getting another mirror. You stare down at your hand. Hey. I've got a whip, you realize, and the lions seem to be obeying your commands. That gives you an idea. Crack. You snap the whip in the air. Ha! Lions! You address the three killer animals. Attack! 
You point at Barbarus, who's racing away on her horse, surfing away on her horse. Attack! Attack! You shout, cracking your whip and pointing at Barbarus. The lions roar. They heard you. Excellent. The only thing is, cats don't understand pointing. So when you command them to attack, they attack you. You know, it's not polite to point. And in this case, it's not safe either. The end! If only uh -oh. we'd said defend, defend. Yeah. Attack the surfing woman. <laughs> so, I... Yes, this is our last divergent path that is... we actually get to choose that is not determined yeah, by our inventory. If we crack whip at lion, which doesn't seem promising. Oh. Uh, with, with certainty on 121 there's an end? Oh, no. I do not I mean, know... We gotta... No, we're going to find go out. Check it out. Otherwise, we have to roll back a while. Yeah. I just don't have faith in it. Crack. You snap the whip at a lion. Hold on. Wait just a second. You think a lion is more dangerous than ringmistress? And th that's why I felt this way is because of mm -hmm. the, the specific like couple sentences. Yeah, you think that the ring mistress is more dangerous than a lion and it said it with such like confidence mm -hmm. as if you had already been to the other path no 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 you obviously haven't spent enough time around her or you'd know better remember when mistress Bar barbarous called you lunch well she wasn't talking about what the lions were going to eat she was talking about her own idea of a tasty meal sorry you almost reached a good ending in this book but almost is not good enough so stop reading why don't you go and make yourself a little snack? After all, that's what Mistress Barbarous is doing. The end. Uh-oh. Mm. Concerning. See. So if I recall correctly, our last divergent choice then is whether or not we approach the man hosing off the elephants or run? Keep bouncing. Oh no, it's keep bouncing! Ah. <sighs> that sucks because it's like, that gets rid of the whole whip angle in general, doesn't it? It may do, yeah, but... But we, I mean, we just got to give it a crack. I mean, even if we do a high wire act at the moment, I have to imagine at some point in the future we may end up on the ground, and that's where the lions are. It's true. You decide to keep bouncing higher and higher. You throw your whole body to the next bounce, your arms circling around like windmills. Your legs push as hard as they hit the trampoline. It works. You sail in the air up and up. Yes, you bounce high enough to reach the trapeze swing. You grip it with your hands, then you somersault to a sitting position. Thwap! Another knife sails by underneath you. Ha! You taunt the knife thrower. You can't reach me! I'm too high! <laughs> you laugh as Morton hurls one knife after futile knife at you. They all fall short of the target. But we have news for you. You laughed too soon. Stop laughing on page 111. The knife thrower finally realizes that he can't reach you by throwing knives up in the air. But there is something else he can do with them. What's that? He, what is he doing? You wonder as he spins on his heel, aiming his knives at the corner of the tent, right at the place where all the ropes are tied and staked to the ground. He aims at one rope in particular. The rope that holds all the trapeze equipment in the air. The one holding you in the air. Thwap. Ah! You shriek as you plummet to the ground. Talk about cutting your sh cutting short your circus career. The end. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I guess we're going to continue running rather than uh, attempting to get sprayed off. I, I, right? Yeah, because 96 is do you have the bullwhip? And we do. Mm -hmm. 
So we have to go all the way back to 55, which sure didn't sound like a good option. So keep. I mean, we'll we, see. We'll have to find out. 118. It is going to be kind of funny if we end up working our entire way back up this tree and it's like, actually, you made a wrong decision in your backpack at the very start on mm -hmm. uh, page two. Yeah, that would be funny. You keep mm. running. Who cares how bad you smell? You just want to get as far away from this circus as you can. Feet pounding, you race towards the road. A few cars drive by, but none of them stop when you have... Wait, stop when you wave to them. In fact, the drivers hold their noses. It must really smell awful. Finally, you come to a gas station. You call your mom and beg her to come and get you immediately. When she picks you up, all she can say is, Honey, you smell awful. And the stink never fades. No matter how hard you scrub, at school, your teacher holds her nose every time you walk into the classroom. Your friends won't eat lunch with you. Even your parents ask you to stay in your room with the door shut. One year later, the circus comes back to town. Sadly, you made the decision to return. Hi. We knew you'd be back. The lizard boy says. He and all the other freaks are happy to see you. You climb into your jar and pull the lid closed, and the sideshow side is the only place you belong now. Yes, this ending stinks, but hey, so do you. The end. Um. Mm. So the last decision before that uh, is our bargaining to say what we have, which we can't, we don't have any other thing for that. So that means the decision that we have all the way before that is going on back to page 40 where uh we can't do that because we do have the di uh the dictionary we can't do that one uh, uh what 99 <laughs> we can't do that because we have not been to the sideshow we exhausted all the options on the one before that which means 38 would be the decision that we would have to make uh, which is Do using you your hands for cotton, for candy, cotton candy. Reps. <laughs> I seem to remember that hmm. we actually hired a snake sitter. <laughs> we hired a snake sitter. We have someone to feed a snake. Well, we don't need to bring him with us. That's kind of what I thought. So we didn't bring him with. Why would we do that? That'd be silly. So instead, we brought a mirror because how stupid is it that it is an impossibility to get an end this way without the mirror? Okay. All right. I brought the mirror so I could apply my own clown makeup. Yeah. So 95, let's do 95 and see if that's, if that one doesn't work. If that that's one doesn't work, I'm going to be mad. We were told on the death path after this, you were very close to a good end. I, yeah, which is, I don't like that. Oh, well, whatever. You brought a mirror along with you and suddenly you have a plan. Quickly, you pull a mirror out of your pocket and flash it at Mistress Barbarous. A mirror? You shout, taunting her. You want a mirror? Well, I have one. Come and get it. We could have just said, we could have just said this without an actual, wait. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we just lie and say we have a mirror. We'll see. Uh, her eyes gleam when she sees the concept of a mirror. <laughs> she seems desperate. 
Hey! She shouts, turning her horse towards you. <laughs> Give me the horse! <laughs> Sorry. I... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the visualization of that horse entered my brain halfway through the, the I was, wording. It was like, nope, yeah, I was I'm visualizing, a horse now. How does she decide? How does, well, you're surfing on a horse. How do you, mm -hmm. how do you? Well, act? you lean backwards, right? And then then the, the horse is caught in the tide and turns around. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Give that to me, you little brat. I need it now. No way. You cry, backing away. Barbarous gallops straight towards you, leaning down, trying to grab the concept of a mirror from your hands. The magic pendant dangles from her fists. You let Barbarous get close, very close, when you snatch the pendant from her fist. Whack! It swings into the mirror, and then the mirror shatters. No! Barbarous cries. What have you done? No! You already didn't have a mirror dramatic, like... Just, we brought you this, <laughs> whatever. This is like three and a half dollars. It's not actually glass. It's shiny plastic. Come on. As you stare, Mistress Barbers brings her horse to a halt and slides off the ground. Then she suddenly throws her hands to cover her face. You back away from her, the pendant safe in your fist. No, it's happening. She moans. You... <laughs> You've ruined everything! Your mouth falls open in shock as smoke billows up from Mistress Barbers' body. Right in front of you, Mistress Barbers begins to change shape. First she shrinks in size, then fur sprouts all over her body. Animorphs! Then she falls forward on all fours. I can't believe it! You murmur. Mistress Barbers has turned into a weasel, a coal black weasel. She bears her sharp teeth at you and darts away. Richie drops down from the ceiling on a rope. What is going on? Richie asks. I've never seen anything like it. Ever. All around you, Mistress Barbers's relatives are changing shapes, changing into animals. Watch them transform on page 104. You and Richie stare at the torn cost. What? Oh, yeah. Torn costume that the great Bostini was wearing only a minute ago. Now it's being worn by a small chimpanzee. The twin sister trapeze artists transform into harmless little garden snakes, and Morton the knife thrower changes too, into a white miniature poodle. <laughs> what a joke! You laugh, pointing at the yapping dog with a knife in its mouth. Look at that! Richie exclaims. You spin around to see Yorg the clown. He's slowly taking off his clown suit. You gasp. Underneath, he's not a human being at all. He's a skeleton. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't scream until you read page 110. 110. Ah! I can't believe it! You gasp, staring at the clown you knew was a skeleton already in horror. Mm. As the last traces of the magic wear off, York's bones disconnect from each other and crumble to the ground. I just can't believe he's still a skeleton! <laughs> What is going on here? Richie moans again. In answer, Mr. Peepers the clown races up and hugs your legs. You did it! You took Mrs. Barbarous's powers away! He shouts. And now none of them will ever be human again! <laughs> yes! You and Richie cheer. You high-five each other. Wow. Richie says. 
Now, let's get out of here. Not yet, you tell him. We've got to free the kids in the sideshow first. Come on. You race to the clown tent and find a hand mirror. Oh, well, see, this is where we got it from. Uh, you race to the clown tent where you found the hand mirror. Then you take it and the pendant to the sideshow tent. With Mr. Peepers telling you what to do, you stare at the reflection of the pendant in a mirror. Zap! A beam of purple energy bolts into the eyes and light into your eyes and lights up your face. Using the power of the pendant, you change all the sideshow kids back into normal human human beings. Celebrate on page eighteen. That's that night. You're the ringmaster of the new all-star kids circus. You, Richie, and all the other sideshow kids are the stars. Richie rides bareback on a horse. Danny Mendelssohn juggles five clubs of fire. Meryl does an amazing trapeze act with the boy who used to be the kid with rotten flesh. Now he's a normal kid named Elliot Glass. The other circus performers, the regular clowns, acrobats, and jugglers help out in the show. They're delighted that the reign of the Mistress Barbara and her evil relatives is over. But what about the pendant? Richie whispers to you near the end of the show. If it falls into the wrong hands, that will never happen. You interrupt. Just watch. As a grand finale to the circus, you clap your hands three times. Three magnificent elephants parade into the ring. They put their front legs in the air and stand up. You race forward and position the pendant on the ground in front of the biggest elephant. When she lowers her huge front feet, she crushes the jade to smithereens. Good night, everyone! You address the crowd over the microphone. I'm proud to announce that this is a very happy end. Feels a little bit... Feels a little bit bad because we kind of had the cheat, but we literally would have had to do the entire book again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because we didn't pick a mirror... Which I don't like so, that. I I wanted to quickly go and check to see if there was any additional information that I could find about this. Uh, and I found the trivia on page 99. The reader has a choice that, uh, to make that is decided by whether or not they've been to the sideshow before. However, it isn't actually possible to visit the sideshow before reaching that page. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's very funny. Yeah, I can only imagine there was some loop back to that in some fashion that may not have been implemented on one of the paths, leading to one of the available options being you've selected three items, including the one we told you theoretically might not do anything, uh, and well done. You've bricked yourself. Yeah. This is a bug that needs to be patched out, is basically what I'm going to say. I'm going to I'm going to go with that. I'm going to assume it's not like a design error. I mean, well, you know, error is a stretch, but like a design what I would consider a flaw of being like a well, because of the items you picked right away, you can't you can't get a good end. Mm-hmm. Like I would consider that to be a flaw, you know, so I mean, hey. I I would happily trim the list of items down from 11 to like a I don't know, like a 6 if it meant that you could find your way to a reasonable end with any combination mm-hmm. and I would find it like be very impressive. It was my fear yep. when I saw 11 items that this might happen. <laughs> yeah, I I I out of curiosity, I after this I imagine we'll just very quickly look through a couple of the different paths to see uh 
if there was any possibility of succeeding with our three items, but from what I can currently see online, possibly not. I, I mean, I have a book in front of me, and like, it, if we don't lie on any page, we don't have anywhere to go except like literally on our second or third choice. That's the only place we mm. have decisions to make that don't involve us literally like lying about something that's in our inventory. Unless the book is doing what it, what some other books have done, but it's not implying it with correctly with the words where it's like, if you have the whip and don't want to, or you don't want to use it, go to blank. Mm. Is the I thing have, I just have to think from a system perspective, that's not what they're asking only it, because it makes it so much harder to track the inventory of the player. Yeah. It, it like, that would lead to lockouts for sure. Like, it would have to. Because, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Either way, I really liked it up until the point where we got softlocked. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, liked like, it so if, if much I, until we got softlocked. If I mentally prepare myself, like, we've, we've just, sh like, we pat the peppy the pet snake uh consistently this lovely little friend hangs out on our shoulder but we've actually managed to like pat him enough that we've sanded him down to a mirror sheen and he reflects yes. uh, oh uh, no because our mirror breaks hang on it's not no. that one we polished the dictionary terms. By the way, also, we didn't get to use the dictionary of circus terms. We read, like, two words out of it. Yeah, and our, our pet snake never was even mentioned. <laughs> so it must have been on yeah, a exactly. completely different path. So it's kind of just like, uh, there's other things that seem like they got a lot of use. Like, even the whip got, mm. like, a lot of use in theory. Um, mm -hmm. Peanuts would have. It would have been good yeah. for peepers and also the elephants, one presumes, in an interaction. Although, actually, no, no. if we ask the guy to wash us off, we'd never get to talk to the elephants. Yeah, yeah, it's just irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Huh? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really... <laughs> hey, there's, that's mine that I should have left to be. <laughs> uh, either way... Yeah, I, I, I'm going to not let the softlock sour me on the fact that otherwise I really liked, like, I thought the writing in this one was fun. I thought the theming in the mm -hmm. world was cool. I I enjoyed a lot about this. This would be it's like a fun it's a fun setting. It is. It I, really is. I like circus I think I mean it's becoming less so this way, but like it feels like it's an unexplored fantasy theme. Like I know that there's obviously things that have done it for sure, but like mm -hmm. it's just so rich for it and like there's so much like there's like local lore within it already that we've all just kind of like either accepted or like a lot that we haven't heard that's all fantastical. It's playing around in the realm very adjacent to magic. That yep. that like I don't know. I know I've said it before. I'd like to play a tabletop RPG in this setting. <laughs> mhm. Mm It'd be fun. It's it, 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 it has that element of, like, heightened reality. Yeah. And, like, oh, okay, so what 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 is the full extent of this? And because it is, you know, both operating in the horror and also comedy spheres at the same time, it can consistently do both a scare and a punchline of, like, actually it's more horrifying and deeper or more magical and fantastical than you had thought. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Love it. 
Yeah. Legitimately, probably, like, uh, theming and story-wise, maybe my favourite of uh, the special editions so far. Definitely, I think, my favourite of the inventory management ones, even if not necessarily in terms yeah. of the uh, inventory management part. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I Theming, writing, everything like that, like, just, this one was very, very fun. I enjoyed it a ton. Uh, mecha- mechanics. Funny that we could say that about a book. Mechanics need a little bit of tune up on level <laughs> five. Uh, but yeah, anywho, I, I I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Anywho, uh, do you have a special person to thank for this episode here? I do indeed. Special thanks to the executive producer of this episode, Alex K. Much appreciated, Alex K, for supporting us over on Patreon.com. Patreon, Patreon, rather.com. Slat it I I, I, yeah. I think about it too much and now I'm guaranteed to say it wrong I, every available way until I get the correct one. I ruined um, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh Patreon.com slash turn to page cards that are above the hardcover tier. Thank you much, Lee. Yeah. That again, Alex K. Much appreciated. Thank you, Alex K. Huge, huge thank you. Thank you for the wonderful support over on Patreon. Huge thank you to all the other lovely supporters as well. Patreon.com slash turn to page cast. If you want to help support over there, it's a great way to help keep the podcast like going and growing, getting, you know, letting us do more out there things, cover some extra books Mm -hmm. as we eventually move on to other things when we have finished all of the Give Yourself Goosebumps. We have Five more at this point, five more special editions, and then we are uh, through and done with the Give Yourself Goosebumps, mm. which is a sad thing, but also... A sad an, thing, and yet the satisfaction yeah. in my heart of having completed a thing yeah. will help balance it out, take the sting out of that punch a little bit. Uh, I will also say, in terms of helping the show uh, grow, you may also... And, in fact, I implore you to do. Uh, leave uh, reviews on any of the sites that you should happen to listen to this podcast on, such that we can grow the audience. You could also go and follow the channel over on YouTube at youtube.com slash turn to page cast, uh, where the episodes are published as well. But there is also a uh, comment section down at the very mm. bottom there that is quite lovely and good to hang out in. And it's That's true. It's it's a very wholesome place. It's it's very lovely to have the interaction of oh, it's a comment section and it's nice. I know it's unreal. It's it's y'all have been lovely. Like everyone who's been leaving comments over there, every single one of you has been lovely. Huge thank you. Thank you for making that a, a pleasant place to go and look at a comment section. Which I thought that was an oxymoron, but alas, uh, huge thank you. Just thank you for that. Um, but anywho, that's going to do it here for this week. We'll be back again next week for another special edition. But hey, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Adios.